Kingdom Exhortations April 2023 Read by Stephen Keysweater Good morning and happy Easter. Quote, He is risen. Matthew 28, verse 6. These are, without question, the most vital words ever spoken in human history. The resurrection of Jesus Christ is the central event on which all time, history, and eternity stand. Without his resurrection, our lives would be without purpose and utterly meaningless. Quote, but if it is preached that Christ has been raised from the dead, how can some of you say that there is no resurrection of the dead? If there is no resurrection of the dead, then not even Christ has been raised. And if Christ has not been raised, our preaching is useless, and so is your faith. More than that, we are then found to be false witnesses about God, for we have testified about God that he raised Christ from the dead. But he did not raise him if, in fact, the dead are not raised. For if the dead are not raised, then Christ has not been raised either. And if Christ has not been raised, your faith is futile. You are still in your sins. Then those also who have fallen asleep in Christ are lost. If only for this life we have hope in Christ, we are to be pitied more than all men. 1 Corinthians 15 verses 12 through 19. The wonderful reality is, however, that Jesus Christ is indeed risen and alive and is the guarantor of resurrection life for all who receive and trust him as Lord and Savior. Quote, But Christ has indeed been raised from the dead, the firstfruits of those who have fallen asleep. 1 Corinthians 15, verse 20. In Luke chapter 24, we read of the resurrection of Jesus Christ our Lord. Quote, On the first day of the week, very early in the morning, the women took the spices they had prepared and went to the tomb. They found the stone rolled away from the tomb, but when they entered, they did not find the body of the Lord Jesus. While they were wondering about this, suddenly two men in clothes that gleamed like lightning stood beside them. In their fright, the women bowed down with their faces to the ground. But the men said to them, Why do you look for the living among the dead? He is not here. He has risen. Remember how he told you while he was still with you in Galilee. The Son of Man must be delivered into the hands of sinful men, be crucified, and on the third day be raised again. Then they remembered his words. Verses 1-8 through eight. People sometimes ask how Jesus was raised from the dead and who raised him. An important yet little-known fact is that the resurrection was a cooperative effort by each member of the triune God. God the Father raised Jesus from the dead. Quote, Paul, an apostle, sent not from men nor by man, but by Jesus Christ and God the Father, who raised him from the dead. Galatians 1 verse 1. Quote, We were therefore buried with him through baptism into death, in order that, just as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of the Father, we too may live a new life. Romans 6 verse 4. God the Holy Spirit raised Jesus from the dead. Quote, for Christ died for sins once for all, the righteous for the unrighteous, to bring you to God. He was put to death in the body, but made alive by the Spirit. 1 Peter 3, verse 18. Quote, And if the Spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead is living in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his Spirit, who lives in you. Romans 8, verse 11. 
and Jesus, God the Son, raised himself from the dead. Quote, Jesus answered them, Destroy this temple, and I will raise it again in three days. John 2, verse 19. Quote, No one takes it from me, but I lay it down of my own accord. I have authority to lay it down and authority to take it up again. This command I received from my Father. John 10, verse 18. Scripture tells us that Jesus came into this world, a world he himself created, to redeem mankind from its fallen and sinful state, but that he was turned away and rejected by the very people he came to save. Quote, The true light that gives light to every man was coming into the world. He was in the world, and though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. He came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. John 1, verses 9 through 11. Are you holding firmly today to the gospel, the good news that Jesus lived the perfect life for you and died a torturous death for you, and that he is risen and alive today? Are you clinging to Jesus alone for the forgiveness of your sins, the salvation of your soul, deliverance from eternal hell, and entrance into heaven when you die? Quote, now, brothers, I want to remind you of the gospel I preached to you, which you received and on which you have taken your stand. By this gospel you are saved, if you hold firmly to the word I preached to you. Otherwise, you have believed in vain. 1 Corinthians 15, verses 1 and 2. Why do you believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God? Why do you believe that he entered this world and lived the perfect life for you and died on the cross for you? Why do you believe he is risen and alive today? When asked any of these questions, there is only one correct answer. Because it says so in my Bible. The scriptures are the literal, quote, word of God and are, therefore, the foundation of everything we believe about Jesus and everything pertaining to God. Quote, For what I received, I passed on to you as of first importance, that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures, that he was buried, that he was raised on the third day, according to the scriptures, and that he appeared to Peter and then to the twelve. After that, he appeared to more than 500 of the brothers at the same time, most of whom are still living, though some have fallen asleep. Then he appeared to James, then to all the apostles, and last of all, he appeared to me also, as to one abnormally born. 1 Corinthians 15, verses 3-8 for us to truly appreciate the resurrection of Jesus, we need to better understand the immensity of his suffering leading up to his death on the cross. The 12 verses of Isaiah 53, written around 700 years before Jesus came into the world, are a divine, powerful, and sobering reminder of what he did for us on the cross, its necessity, and the application to us as sinful human beings. Read these verses several times, slowly, and thoughtfully. Let them truly sink into your heart and soul while remembering they were prophesied approximately 700 years before the fact. Quote, Who has believed our message? And to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? He grew up before him like a tender shoot, and like a root out of dry ground. He had no beauty or majesty to attract us to him, nothing in his appearance that we should desire him. He was despised and rejected by men, a man of sorrows and familiar with suffering. Like one from whom men hide their faces, he was despised, 
and we esteemed him not. Surely he took up our infirmities and carried our sorrows, yet we considered him stricken by God, smitten by him, and afflicted. But he was pierced for our transgressions, he was crushed for our iniquities, the punishment that brought us peace was upon him, and by his wounds we are healed. We all, like sheep, have gone astray. Each of us has turned to his own way, and the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. He was oppressed and afflicted, yet he did not open his mouth. He was led like a lamb to the slaughter. And as a sheep before her shears is silent, so he did not open his mouth. By oppression and judgment he was taken away. And who can speak of his descendants? For he was cut off from the land of the living. For the transgression of my people he was stricken. He was assigned a grave with the wicked and with the rich in his death, though he had done no violence, nor was any deceit in his mouth. Yet it was the Lord's will to crush him and cause him to suffer. And though the Lord makes his life a guilt offering, he will see his offspring and prolong his days, and the will of the Lord will prosper in his hand. After the suffering of his soul, he will see the light of life and be satisfied. By his knowledge, my righteous servant will justify many, and he will bear their iniquities. Therefore, I will give him a portion among the great, and he will divide the spoils with the strong, because he poured out his life unto death and was numbered with the transgressors. For he bore the sin of many and made intercession for the transgressors. Let us go now and seriously consider whether we have truly received Jesus Christ as our only Lord and Savior. Quote, Yet to all who received him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. John 1 verse 12. Have you sincerely called out to Jesus in prayer, asking him to come into your heart, to be the Lord of your life, to save you from your sin, and to bring you to heaven when you die? Quote, for everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Romans 10, verse 13. As you press into Jesus, keep in mind that we believe in him, his life, death, and resurrection, because it says so in the Holy Scriptures. Our faith is in the living word of God, our Bible. Quote, All scripture is God-breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness, so that the man of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. 2 Timothy 3, verses 16 and 17. As Easter approaches, take time to intentionally think about the death and resurrection of Jesus. Study the 12 verses of Isaiah 53, thoughtfully considering all that they convey. As you consider the resurrection of Jesus, Meditate on the fact that our triune God divinely worked together in his resurrection. Above all, be thankful to Jesus this Easter season. Praise him, worship him, and thank him continually for his overwhelming sacrifice, grace, and mercy on your life. Remember, if not for Jesus, all humanity would spend eternity in hell in everlasting torment, forever separated from our Heavenly Father. Quote, Jesus answered, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. John 14, verse 6. Thank you, Lord Jesus. May God bless you all. Have a blessed and Christ-filled Easter.
Kingdom Exhortations are written by John Morton, Dave Anderson, and Tom Anderson. For more information about our ministry, please visit www.kingdomd.org. Make every effort to add to your faith goodness, and to goodness, knowledge, and to knowledge, self-control, and to self-control, perseverance, and to perseverance, godliness, and to godliness, brotherly kindness, and to brotherly kindness, love. For if you possess these qualities in increasing measure, they will keep you from being ineffective and unproductive in your knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. But if anyone does not have them, he is nearsighted and blind, and has forgotten that he has been cleansed from past sins. 2 Peter 1, verses 5-9